Hello everyone. Hello Sean. How are you doing today? Hey guys. Hey Chris or L as I should say. Welcome to this podcast does not have a name. I think this is episode 51. Yeah. Uh, for November 2nd, 2022. I can't see anything because we're in cosplay. I'm not wearing my glasses, so but I'm a little unsure, that's why. I can't actually see very well without them. But uh, yeah, happy Halloween, guys. This is our Halloween episode. You know what? I remember doing this last year, not with these two cosplays, but in different cosplays. I can't believe it's been over a year already. It sure has. One whole year. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> not much to say. But yeah, we would have done this last week, but but yeah, things happened. So. Yeah, things happen. <laughs> That's just okay. Things always happen. But uh, yeah, how was your uh, couple weeks? Uh, my couple weeks were fine. Didn't really do much, to be honest. Saw you playing uh, Lunar, and now Alex has a new party hat. Yeah, I'm on second disc now of Lunar. But Alex achieved his dream of becoming Dragon Master. Oh, that's why he has the hat? Uh, yes. That's the dragon. Like his ma master of armor and helmet and whatever else. Looks kind of dumb. <laughs> but it does look very stupid. That's why I linked you that thing in your chat, Mr. Bean's party hat. Like that yeah. New Year's episode. Uh, it just reminds <laughs> me. I, I know it doesn't look like it, but it just reminds me of like, you know, the same shape and all that. I'm like, this is this is a kind of silly looking hat. You're better off without the hat, Alex, in my opinion. Yeah, they didn't give his sprite though the hat, just in certain cutscenes. Really? Yeah, oh. his sprite is the normal sprite, but he's got a cape on, and I think they might have given him different armor, but his his head's not covered by the hat. Oh. Even the sprite artist was like, "Nah, I prefer it without the hat." <laughs> I'll be happier without the hat. Yeah. No, I'll be happier with the five dollars or the one dollar. Send one dollar care of happy dude. <laughs> I think I'll be happier with the dollar. Yeah, but played that in Cyberpunk. I think next time I play, if I can't find my upgrades, I'm going to start the first big main mission, I guess. The one that kind of kicks off the rest of the game. Speaking of, we finished, both of us finished watching uh, Cyberpunk, the anime. We did. Red Runners. And no spoilers, but... Uh... Once you do finish watching, there's some Easter eggs inside the game. I'm not sure which patch they put them in. I'm probably, I'm assuming this is the last big one that they did. But yeah, there's quite a few Easter eggs. Like you can uh, get the main character's jacket for one. You can find it lying around. There, there's a lot of the character's apartment buildings that you can go visit. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Did you did you do any of that? No, I don't okay. care. You don't care. Yeah, I I don't care about Easter eggs from from an anime. They want to put some of them in, go ahead, but I think the, which above doing that, you know, for like almost every of one of the main characters and other stuff like that, they put in the main character's jacket, but I don't think they put in anything for the characters that people actually cared about in the get in the anime, like Lucy. Are you talking about the? I was gonna say this is the only about... one people care about is Lucy and uh, what's her name, the short girl, Rebecca. But nothing about them really in the game. <laughs> if I'm to I believe think... Twitter on how much people like those characters. 
and all the fan art I've seen that uh -oh. I definitely are, didn't go out searching for. Are we going down the dark path of? It's the internet. <laughs> there's no light path. There's only a gray and a dark. Of course, there's <laughs> a light path. You're looking right at him. <laughs> That's not. I, I I can't see your facial expression because I'm not wearing my glasses, but I'm assuming you're giving a thumbs up right now. No. That's what I will assume. Yes. In my mind's eye, that's what I'm seeing. But uh, yeah, I mean, I knew Lucy was going to be a popular character. Sorry, uh, Rebecca. But Lucy, I didn't realize, was going to be a popular character. Why do you think that's Rebecca over Lucy? Just her I don't know. Character? Just something. Or... Her character and her attire. I, I knew she's going to be very... I like very... that she gets the uh, colored gorilla arms. <laughs> pretty much. Like, her arms are like as big as her, pretty much. She's great. She's my second favorite character in the, in the anime. I'm surprised, I'm surprised she's not your favorite favorite character. No, I I, I need the big, huge, muscled guy. If it's not okay, if it's not, well, there's uh, several of those. I know, but if it's uh, the main guy from the from the show, if it's not him, it's Adam Smasher, because <laughs> Adam okay. Smasher's cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, uh, well, for me at least, the anime gets a thumbs up, although. It ended Although the way it, it should could, have. It could have been a little better. That's all I'm going to say. The ending ended the way it should have. It's a cyberpunk. If you know anything about how a lot of those end, that's the ending it should have gotten, I think. I'm not disagreeing with the ending. I just think yeah, there's a better way things could have went down. I'll put it that way. Yeah. And then we talked a bit about it before, but not much, because I was really tired after we were done watching. So... Mm -hmm. And how to go to take a quick rest before work. So, but yeah. So yeah. Anything good. else aside from uh, Cyberpunk and Lunar? Uh, I was going to do like a stream on Halloween. I woke up at two, you know, my normal time, and then I got, you know, I was going to go around some of the shops and that before I did stream or whatever, even if it's just to get coffee and whatever. But I was in this costume and then. After I was done eating, I fell asleep on the couch for like three hours, four hours. Oof. So I woke up and was like, well, I guess it's time to not do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Was... You're going to go as L? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's easy. And I was walking on the shop like a few days before and found this shirt. I was like, oh, yeah, that looks pretty good. So I Oh, you found it. a new shirt. Yes. This is not the okay. original. The original, I don't know where it is anymore. Probably, probably been thrown out. <laughs> Do you still have the handcuffs we use when we cosplay these two characters, like <clears throat> back in the day? You made that's a super, that, that sounds... super, super long handcuff. I know, <laughs> that sounds really weird. bad. <laughs> but but yes, in the anime, probably, I probably do somewhere. Yeah, in the anime, they get handcuffed together, but like the chain is like super friggin' long. It's so like ten Chris feet long went, or something. Kristen like modified one that was like more than ten feet long. I want to say, like in real life, the one you made. Maybe I'm wrong. But, I don't uh, remember how long, but yes, they might still be around somewhere. Hmm. I don't know. They're in a box, probably in my art room or my cosplay room somewhere. I'm guessing. That's where a lot of my old cosplay stuff just sits. <laughs> but you should uh you should maybe like get some mannequins and put some <laughs> make it a display room. That That's would all I want to do having some mannequins or being able to yeah. do that. That's why I want to do in Final Fantasy 14. I want to make my the basement of my house in that game. I want to like just have like 
here's like the different level of armor, like the level 60 paladin armor, the level 70 paladin armor sort of thing. I would, if, if I was still playing 14 or whenever I get back into it, let's say I was going to do the same thing. Oh, definitely not do that for monks. I hate almost every version of the yeah. armor. I don't like, so the two armors I don't like at all are the monk and warrior. Warrior, they make look like very primal, like not very much clothing. It's like. Are uh, they trying to go for terrible. the warrior to be more of the berserker? Because don't they always yes. show the warrior with a battle axe? Yes, because it, in that game, there's no berserker, but the whole storyline of all the warrior quests is controlling the beast within. Mm. So. So it makes yeah. sense, but that's also not what you think. A warrior, yeah, no, I don't know. classic it's... Final Fantasy warrior is not berserker, right? Th those are generally two different classes, but they almost tried to combine them in fourteen. Not well, that yeah, there is a berserker because they wanted or... a, they obviously wanted the paladin, and you don't want another sword and board character. So <laughs> I can understand where they're go going from or coming from, but it's also weird not to just to call him. Uh, you know, maybe have the first class be warrior or something, and then the next one be berserker, right? So that you get that full extent from from that, right? That would make a bit more sense because if you're going from knights to paladin or whatever it was, right? It was uh, gladiator to paladin. Gladiator, then you go yeah. from so marauder, marauder to warrior. Because remember. The, the Marauder class, you got taught in Limsa Laminsa. That's the pirate town. Yeah. And they have a bunch of axes. Apparently, pirates use axes now. They should, Fall they should have went to, like, Berserker. They should have just gone full in. But I hate most of the monk armor. I don't like a lot of it. There's too the much only, on it. Yeah. The only <laughs> one I do like is the one that Lise wears in the... in the Well, she wears it in the game, but also in the uh, cutscene. The one that's at, very... That has lots of flowing fabric. Yeah, like the, the like the red one that yeah. she wears. Yeah. yeah, the one where like the one they're training on top of like the hand in in that one town. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. That one I like because just because it's on, it's on her. But I think it, it looks good else... in the cutscene. But as a monk, I do not think you would want all that flowing fabric. The the no. the monk should have no shirt with muscle tassels. You know, like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> That's what he should have. Maybe some straps like He-Man. And he should have baggy pants like Goku. Like, there's a specific look I want for Monk, and they don't do that, but that's because mm. they don't want your character to look cool. They won't even give the Monk any good moves or update his moves lists to be the same as the Monks you've seen in-game. Like, they took away... Did they change the fucking uh, shoulder tackle? So now I would... It does like no damage. I know, but they changed it again. I think they should have changed it to be that uh, shadow kick that the one guy you face who's the monk. Oh, in 14? Yeah. They should have They should have changed it to be his shadow kick. Did you beat Shadowbringers, by the way? Yeah. I did not beat all the post-game stuff, but I beat Shadowbringers. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, just, just Shadowbringers. I hate okay, that. That's good. I hate having to the refight monk. him. Yeah, you you because he's you not made a monk. That very clear. <laughs> you made that very last clear year. on your stream. I also you made that, that clear, clear. I think last year when I talked about it, but them that's all you talked him. about on your stream. You're like, I hate this guy. He's not a monk. Fuck this guy. Well, <laughs> and then you just rotate him. <laughs> he changes his fucking class to goddamn. What is it? Reaper. I'm like this. 
You are a disgrace to monks. How dare you? I came here looking for a fight against my master. <laughs> then I find out they don't put in, they don't update the move list to be cool like that. Like they change a lot of moves that I didn't like. <laughs> so, and they still haven't given us a suplex or. They do have like aura bolt at least. Kind of, if you call an aura bolt him firing it into the ground. Like yeah. I, well, technically that is aura bolt. What it else is, is it? Right. But it's, it's not the same. I want to fire beams from my hands forward well, into enemies. I don't want You're just hitting the ground. You're not I think it's it's dumb. It could have been one of the few like long range attacks the monk actually had. <laughs> you just want to fire a Kamehameha wave. Let's be real. Who doesn't, right? Yeah, who doesn't? But really, I don't know. Uh, on Halloween, after I woke up, I ended up watching uh, Pumpkinhead. A horror Remind movie uh, starring, oh, what's his name? The guy who played the android in Alien. I never saw Alien. Well, I saw it as a kid, so I, I, but it's been a while. I don't remember his name. He's like a, a fame, kind of famous uh, guy in like weird, in cheap, slacky, uh, ho not horror, uh, sci-fi films and stuff like that. Lance Hendrickson, that's who it is. Stars okay. him, who's son gets accidentally killed by some teenagers so he goes to some evil he goes to some creepy witch doctor lady in the woods to uh to learn how to i guess summon this beast to get revenge for him and it's this weird creature that came from a pumpkin patch so they call him pumpkin head he kind of looks like a cross between an alien and whatever monster they're trying to create I th that that kind of sounds familiar. I think James Rolfe must have covered on one of his many many years of he, uh, Halloween madness. He might have. I'm I'm pretty sure he had. The, uh, I'm pretty sure he did. The guy who did the special effects and aliens uh, directed and did the monster designs in this, and so it looks. That's one of the reasons why it looks very alien like. Like it's got the big long head and stuff like that. But it's not okay. too bad. I can't wait you to watch anyone, the second uh, one. You have anyone come to your uh, door to trick or treat? Nope. No? No That's one surprising. ever comes to my place. Like, huh. for some reason, my edge of the community just never, no trick or treaters ever. Do you turn your lights on? Even if I, the first like five years I lived here, I've always had the light on and candy. I've had maybe one person each year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or one group That's... with only a couple kids. That's it. That's so strange to me. Like, I believe you. It's just so strange for that happens. It, it is strange for I'm in a community where there's like three schools <laughs> within like huh. the kind of area that I'm in and nothing. <laughs> no kids. You would think. You'd think you that would... they would go They go to the area where there's uh, older people because they're always up. Although, yeah. and they'll give, they have lots of money to buy candy. <laughs> I saw um, on Twitter on Halloween, someone was like, well, you know, getting my trick ready because it's trick or treat, right? And then the photo was like, you know those Italian chocolates in the gold wrapper for Ferrario Rocher or something Ferrero like that? Rocher, yeah. Yeah. So someone was unwrapping the chocolates, putting Brussels sprouts and rewrapping them. <laughs> I was like, that's evil. Oh my God, that's evil. But that is a trick, right? Technically, you are technically within the bounds of the holiday. Trick or treat. So that is within the bounds of the holiday. Yeah, but it's you the person who's... The person who's handing out the candy doesn't give the trick. 
So you, you give me a treat or I will pray, play a trick on you. I.e. like burning dog poo on your doorstep. Dude, that's or awesome. eggs <laughs> on the uh, thrown at you. Like that's what it is. It's you give me a treat or you get tricked. That's what it's I, supposed I, to be. It's not the it's no. not the person in the house who gives the trick or the treat. You, if you ask someone, do you want a trick or treat? They're not gonna say, yeah, fucking prank me, bro. <laughs> they can't ask for the candy. You know. That's why I, the I, kids I ask, do you uh, give me a trick or give or I'll uh, give you a treat or the other way around? Do you want a trick or treat? Like, I don't think that was ever supposed to be like a threat, like give me tr candy or trick, you know? I don't think that was the intention of that, I'm pretty sure. So, anyways, um, what else? Anything else with you? That's been pretty much it. Okay. I haven't done all that much. Like, I finally got, I, it took three or four hours just to get a fucking Scyther to spawn in Let's Go Pikachu. Just like hard to spawn? It's a 1% spawn in the area I was in. It's supposed to be the best place to go to get this fucker to spawn. Fucking garbage. Like, that long, just so I could get the 100% uh, decks in the game, so I could finally get the oh, shiny charm. You got it. So, I'm assuming that version of the game doesn't require you to trade to get all 151? No, oh, it does. The... Oh. But so you, it, can, it... you can transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go. So they got okay, rid so of then... uh, they got rid of the Pal Park thing, so it's now Pokemon Go Park. Ugh. Yeah. Terrible. So they transfer uh, can... your Pokemon in there, and then you re-catch them, but it's not a guaranteed catch. It, you have to still throw Pokeball after Pokeball after Pokeball to try and catch them. It's just that they won't like permanently run away. They'll always be there. Can you at least um transfer? to and from the Pokemon bank? No. I could take them to the Pokemon bank. Pretty sure. I better be able to. Uh, but I can't... Uh, I don't... I can't take from the Pokemon bank. Because they want That's this terrible. game to be, like, compatible with Go. That's why there's, like, so many Go mechanics in the game. Like, not being able to battle random Pokemon. Yeah, I... See... I was thinking, okay, well, Black Friday, uh, yeah, Black Friday is coming up. I'm thinking, if I see that for the Switch, do I want it? I'm probably not going to buy it, even if it's on sale. Also, if it's like twenty bucks or thirty bucks, then I'll buy the Go. But like, I don't know. Or let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevees. I don't know how I feel about that game because, like, I know it's a retelling of the original games, which I love. Well, I hate retelling of Yellow, like... technically. Well, I think Eevee was with Gary in Yellow, right? Yeah. And you've yeah. got Pikachu in yellow, but yeah. this is a retelling of, of yellow. And basically, you just get to choose. You want a Pikachu or an Eevee this time, but you get the three other starters at the place that Ash would have gotten them in the anime. And mm -hmm. Team Rocket are there, like Jesse and James. And they're modeled Anyways, properly. Well, now I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> that was just like a... But, I was getting to my point by saying that, but yeah, I forget what I was going to say now. It's all right. Oh, I remember. I I just don't like the fact that there's no regular Pokemon battles. Like maybe the gyms. I think you said this is like a kind of the like gyms a regular and Pokemon trainers. battle. But aside from that, I don't like the fact it's like, hey, you find the wild Pokemon. Okay, just catch it. That's yeah. it. It's like there's oh, only a God. couple like the legendaries you have to fight before you can get a chance to catch them. The slow the uh, what do you call it? Snorlaxes because there's two yep. of them. 
but then you could find wild Snorlaxes in some of the areas of the game. What? Wow. Well, they want to make it so that you can... Because one of the big things is that it's supposed to be easier to get shinies in this game. Because you could just see them spawn in the overworld. So that you know that they're shiny. So all the Pokemon... Except for, you know, the ones you have to, like, trade to evolve. Unless if they have it in the world. All of them have to... All of them can spawn in some place in the game. Even legendaries. I think... I could be you wrong, but I'm pretty sure Mewtwo... And the in the birds after you've had your first encounter with them and either catch or you know run away or whatever right i think then they could start spawning in certain areas of the game that's so silly as a, at a, <laughs> at a really sm very rare spawn rate but still like i i understand the birds because they're not one of a kind like inside the games they are but inside the lore they're not but mewtwo is a one of a kind in both the lore and yeah. the games but they so just want people to have try and do that because one of the mechanics you know is very you a lot capture... easier to get a lot easier to get them you know you capture the pokemon you trade them in for candy so you can buff up your pokemon stuff like that so they want and to you, make it uh... easier that way you know in some sense you and it... Mew? sorry Mew? uh mew you need the pokemon go fucking pokemon ball and when you connect that to your uh let's go you get a mew oh so as okay. far as i know mew's a one of a kind i don't know for sure hmm. but that ball if you didn't buy it right away which i think on launch it was 60 or 100 dollars. i could be wrong like in real life yeah but now it's more expensive oh wow they what don't the make hell? it that's stupid like it's the version 2 pokeball thingy and you can play the They're... game with that you just fucking throw it it's stupid is there a way to spoof it like the Nintendo uh, Amiibos? Uh, I never looked into it. Hmm. I I did not think that you'd be able to, but who knows? You might be able to. So, I by, don't know. Yeah. By the way, um, I still haven't opened my Skyward Sword Amiibo for Link or Zelda. I think, I think it's Zelda and the Bird. And like on the surface you can go to any safe statue and say i want to go back to the sky mm. but once you're back in the sky you have to like find the like t you know whatever point you want to get back to i i think from what you said i think all the amiibo does is kind of do the opposite it lets you go from the sky to when you, where you go went back to right so i believe so i think it's quicker fast travel but i don't yeah. know so i've never seen it in use so but it's just fast travel that's it. Yeah. There's no. Okay. Well, I'm probably just gonna leave. As it far as I know, that one is just for fast travel. But it's stupid that they would cut it out. Yeah. It's <laughs> you know? it's silly because like the two amiibos I have, the the Metroid Red and the Wind Waker. Sorry, not Wind Waker. Skyward Sword one. It's like, okay, I'm gonna buy these to use. I just never end up needing them because all all the Metroid one was is an ener an extra energy tank, and an extra. One was health, one was missiles. Yeah, one was a missile tank, I think. Like an extra missile, like 30 missiles or something like that. Yeah. And like, I don't really need that. So, yeah. I, but the one I really want is, is the wedding Bowser. Because I need to know what the purple coins are in Mario uh, um, Odyssey. Because yeah, that wanna, is unique. I want to get the... I think I've got the Mario one. But I need the uh, Peach and Bowser. So I can have Bowser and Mario proposing to each other. Yeah, we should at least find out how to spoof them because I know there's a way. So we should oh, like. I don't 
I personally don't care about the crap you get from oh. them. Well, I just want the Bowser spoof. I don't care about any others. That's yeah, the one for I've... for your completionist, if you can't get yes. yourself, find them yourself, or look it up online. The last thing I want to do is watch a YouTube, like a thirty minute YouTube video. Here's where all hundred coins are when I'm like at ninety seven out of hundred. Or Screw scroll that. through page after page on whatever website where they get images of where they are. Yeah. yeah, like if the functionality in the game exists, it's like, hey, the last three coins are around here. Well, okay, that saves me like a lot of time. So, mm. yeah. Anyways, uh, I guess I'll move on to what I was up to the last couple of weeks. Uh, not very much. Um, so I did do a cosplay stream on Halloween, which was Monday. So I did Chrono because I was going to do something else. But man, uh, so at work, I use this laptop here now. This is like... um right here i should say like this is like my work laptop now so what happened was i opened it up and the button for the power button has always been a little bit depressed over time because this laptop's like nine year nine years old now but it was a gaming laptop so when it came out the specs were really good so it's still good now to use but uh, anyways the power button just became like more depressed over time so that morning i tried to turn the power button on and of course nothing was working so i'm like okay well it's just the key i've popped keys out of the laptop before let me just get my screwdriver, I put the flathead in. I tried to pop it out, but it's like a triangle shape. It's hard to describe. It's like mm. kind of like this and like this. So it's kind of like it's a narrow triangle. So I tried popping it out. I'm like, oh, all I'm doing is like sliding it around. Like, <laughs> and like, yeah. I, was, I can't pop it out. So then I tried to put like, I tried to like line it back up perfectly, which I did. But I tried pressing it with the screwdriver and nothing was happening. I'm like, well, I'm kind of screwed. So I called my boss. I let her know. Then I had to, uh, it was raining all day on Halloween. Like, so I had to like get the laptop, put it in my backpack, walk there, walk back, you know. And then by the end of the day, like twenty minutes before my shift was gonna be uh, over, they found me. Hey, we fixed it. So I walked there, walked back. I didn't really have much of a choice because I needed it the next morning for work. So, yeah, I was gonna do something else for uh, stream, but I didn't really have much time. So I just did Chrono and I played Vampire Survivors again. So. Not what I wanted to do originally, but that's what I ended up doing because that's all I could do. That's I didn't have time to set everything else up. So, yeah, it kind of sucks. It ha- had to have happened on, like, one of my favorite days of the year, which is Halloween. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. So that's what I did. Um, since the last podcast, I did beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. I have not started the, the Integrate DLC yet, but I did beat the main game. So... Yeah, that's on deck. Uh, Vampire Savers. I played that, oh, I think, like three times on stream now. It's it's really fun. It's really, really good. I'm not sure if you have any intentions of playing it, Chris, but uh, I know it's free on Game Pass, and this is not news. To, well, this is not really news for everyone because we we all got emails from this uh, yesterday from Twitch. But starting to, uh, tomorrow, that's November 3rd, if you sub to two people, it doesn't matter how. You can sub to two different people. You can go to your favorite streamer and give two gift subs. It doesn't matter. But if you sub between November 3rd and 11th to two different people or two subs in general, then you get a three-month three month PC Game Pass code, which is pretty fucking awesome, if you ask me. Uh, I think PC Game Pass and regular Game Pass if you're a new sub, it, it's cost, it costs like a dollar, I think, for your first month. But this is, I think, for three months. So you're paying two subs for three months. It's not bad, actually, because you're getting more out of it than just the, the Game Pass. You're getting the two subs, too. So, yeah. I mean, uh, for those who want to try it, it's on there. It's really addictive. It's one of those, oh, just one more game games. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of unlocks 
it's really fun. I, I've really been enjoying it. I have, I think, 108 out of, of the 140 achievements. They're not difficult to get. It's just time-consuming. That's all. I've I think... only played one type of game that's like that. You know, since that one came out, there's been lots of people making their own versions of that game. And I've been mm -hmm. playing one called Hollow Cure, which is a Hollow Life-based one. <laughs> okay. So there's lots know... of VTuber characters in there. And Ugh. they're joke their memes that you have to i guess you don't need to know what they are but there's lots of jokes in there for the moves and the enemies you're taking on that are about that but it's a fine game similar to vampire survive survivor mm -hmm. but vampire survivor so, i think it's one of the well i guess it's the one that kind of spawned that the type of game or made it popular again and yeah it's it's hard to describe what it is, but someone pointed out in my chat, it's kind of like a bullet hell. So it's kind of like an RPG bullet hell, which sounds really strange, but it works. It surprisingly works. It's really fun. It's really addictive. There is some RNG, but that's okay. So you'll have some bad runs just because RNG screwed you over. But you'll have some really good runs for the opposite reason, because you just got blessed by RNGs. So yeah, uh, version 1.0, so like the full release just came out last week. Or a couple of weeks ago, it was pretty recent. So they added 20 new achievements, so and other things. But yeah, it's finally like a. It came out of beta. It's a full fledged game now. It's pretty cheap on Steam. I think you can get underneath five bucks. But uh, yeah, yeah, if you have Game Pass too, you can still get it on there. Um, Final Fantasy VII remake. I have some thoughts. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, holy shit, there's a a couple things I got revealed to us. So I'm I'm really interested to see where how things are gonna go and what's if they're gonna like the uh show what's it called the crisis core coming out on the 13th of december i want to see if they're gonna change that story slightly as well or if they're just gonna if do it's one to one if it's gonna version. do like whether or not they're gonna do the same thing as remake or if they're gonna make this as a default this is what happened to fall in line with the original game right so you're wondering if yeah. there's any hints yeah because that. i never I never played Crisis Core, so if they did change things, I want to know, as a player, I want to know that they changed things, but I wouldn't, because it's my first playthrough, like, right? So As for... No, I haven't finished it, but I know most of the story of Crisis Core. Uh, it almost has nothing to do with the original, except for, you know, when you get near the end, because you've seen that in in the game, right? No, no, like the original game. Oh, Fantasy seven. seven. Yes. Yes, so you know what happens to him. You know what happened between you know the group, right, and all that. Other than that, that which you kind of see in Crisis Core, I don't know how much they could change it would actually affect stuff. But we are talking about a ser that game that it's about Angel and Genesis, which are basically pro uh, which are basically uh, other versions of Sephiroth, like other experiments. You know, like Sephiroth was the first successful one. But these guys apparently are something else, because of course they have to be. <laughs> so they could do something different with that. But who knows if they want to tie it in with the new or keep it as the old timeline. Yeah, I say timeline as a broad sense, because there are changes in seven. So <laughs> I'm not sure. Um not sure uh how it's gonna go, but uh if as I said. I would have no idea playing it for the first yeah. time if they change things or not. So I hope if they do end up changing things, that they tell us in some way. 
even if it's like not very obvious as long as they tell us as a player in some certain way like hey this is different you know but uh yeah it, you know back when i saw your brother playing the game on the psp i'm like you know what i don't i don't want a psp but i want it for just this one game so that was my intention i was gonna buy it eventually but then funnily enough around the, like i was thinking about like the day before you know i, I should i should buy a psp and, and the game on ebay and then they announced it like the next day, pretty much, or like the like next couple days, sort of thing. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Well, I guess I don't need to do that anymore, because uh, they did they, they redid all the graphics, and I think they have some quality of life changes to the game. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That comes out in about a month and a half. So yeah, if you want the I'm... original, you could just emulate it. I'm not saying that you I know, steal but it, but I, I don't like think the games. It. I personally don't think the games are worth buying it and crippling your hands playing on a goddamn PSP. You PSP told me that sucks at the to time. use. You you told me the game wasn't any good. I'm like, fair enough, but I still want to. I still want to play it. You know, the reason why the PSP failed, why it's and not why it could not compete against Nintendo. I know you had a PSP. I never. I bear like I maybe played on yours for like five minutes, and that was like my complete life experience playing on the PSP. So I don't actually remember it was bad or wrong I, with it. I think the PSP was kind of pants. Even the Vita, but I bought it mostly so I could play some. With the Japanese games and stuff like that, which never a lot of the ones that I wanted never came out here or fucking skyrocketed in price if I couldn't get them right away and shit like that, right? I think there's a way to hack the Vita to allow it to play anything, right? Oh, probably, probably the same thing with the PSP as well, because I use that to play Final Fantasy VII on it. Because hmm. there wasn't a way originally, but I I downloaded videos on there and played uh, old PlayStation games on there that they weren't. That weren't ported over so because almost nothing came was coming out on the psp or the vita they abandoned them pretty quickly like when yeah when uh what do you call it didn't sell well like some sports games and when the uh when like uncharted and that didn't sell very well or assassin's creed they just kind of went up oh, okay and then just left it alone it got way more support in japan than it ever did here <laughs> Kind of uh, what's happening now, actually. Um, Sony is saying that they're sure. What, what's their Game Pass service for Sony? Uh, what's it called again? Sony Anyways. Stars, whatever, or something like that. They or said, Stars is they... an add-on, whatever it's called. Yeah, PS I, Plus. I, yeah, they said um, during the month of I think was it July to August, I believe, or was it August to September? They lost like one and a half million people between one of those two intervals so yeah they're not they were they they come out strong excuse me have the hiccups they did come up strong outside the gate but now there's uh people are like nah because i i think a part of that is it's very confusing there's like three different tiers and it's not very clear what you get for each tier that's not available in the others so people i guess try it out they're like i don't like this i'm just unsubbed so, well their first attempt at doing anything like that was we got PlayStation Plus. Then you have to sub to a completely different thing to play your old games on, uh, stream your old games through, which was PlayStation Now. And then they just merged the two together in a multi-tiered system, which is fucking stupid. I, I really don't like. It. I never played any of those, but I'd rather just. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'd rather buy the games and own them, even if it's a digital copy, personally. But I'm sure that. You know, having the streaming service there as well is fine, but they 
really shot themselves in the foot and they don't want to compete with Microsoft or complain about wanting to compete against them. Microsoft just has a stronger, has just got stronger competition. <laughs> so. <laughs> yep. And competition for anything is, but it's good for the consumer, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But uh, see how, yeah, I did Chrono for my cosplay. Um, I would like to do cloud. I think cloud, I think I kind of want like to try to do and get... cloud too. Wink. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Okay, we're talking about two different things, but I would like to actually do a cosplay of Cloud there if, you I'm, go. if I'm having a, like <laughs> a complete thought. But uh, yeah, I would like to actually like uh, do a, cl a Cloud cosplay, so I'm going to probably see if I can order something online for that, because uh, gods know I can't make it myself, unlike you. You can make, you can, given enough time, you can, you can pretty much make anything if you have like infinite time. I, if I had infinite time, I would not, it doesn't matter. Time is not an issue for that, but uh, yeah, I kind of want to do that as some of the next one I do, especially with the uh, hard. It would be nice to do that for like the hard mode playthrough for that game, and then also for Crisis Core coming out, because I do plan. Originally, I was going to play a different Final Fantasy game after Seven Remake, but since Crisis Core is so close by, I might as well play it. You know, just like do one and then just jump into right the other one for the Final Fantasy Seven uh, universe. So, yeah, that's my plan. Um, also, what's what else did I do the last couple of weeks? We played some DB together. Um, I completed the Halloween track, so that's good. I got every challenge in there done before it went. Um, not really much else. Just been playing some other miscellaneous games. I won't bother mentioning. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So I guess we're good to jump into the into the news this week, Chris. If you are, yeah, I think we is. So okay. it's like a small one here. So. Like, not really much to see, but Karakawa, the guys who make, like, the manga company, Karakawa, in that, bought uh, Anime News Network. And they just straight up said, yeah, this is the weak strength in our market in, the in you know, places outside of uh, outside of Japan. You know, they're not bullshitting about why. There's, there's no special reason. Just, we want to have stronger connections over here and to spread, you know, anime and manga further with the stuff we own yada yada that's it <laughs> that's and not that, much i don't know well yeah i don't know what this is going to mean for the for like anime news network the site if there's going to be a lot more interweaving it... with karakawa or promotional stuff or whatever because they try and do like anime reviews manga reviews and that so but i wonder if this will be more interwoven stuff like you'll see more ads there if they can have a direct store to them or is it going to stay the same? I have no idea. The name sounds very familiar. Is is that the name of the place you link from time to time for stories on here? For or anime stuff? I... Yeah. You probably. Or am I thinking of something else? Okay. It is so it probably is... there, but anime news it... in general is very lacking. I guess mm -hmm. is a good way to put it. So. so it is something you use, though. Sometimes. I go there every now and then because, as I just said, you know, there's not much news here and there. Like, I don't want to go on there like every every month whatever it's like oh these actors got uh oh, covid or survived covid i'm like okay or you know here's our manga reviews the 20th one this week I'm like i don't care just show me the actual news is there no no news okay well, let me go on <laughs> all right so mm -hmm. but that's just because of the nature of what's going on this the industry is quite tight lips tight lipped sometimes <laughs> so <laughs> you know so the next one I want to bring up, 
uh, the, the new story, well, not new update, I should say, is to the the Helena Taylor story, the whole Bayonetta oh, 3 controversy. Yes. So we finally, remember last time we had an episode, I said, well, you know, we don't know who's telling the truth, but Bloomberg did, uh, is, you know, Jason Schreier is very reputable in that article, mm. and uh, he it's... did do his research. So I kind of, I was kind of leaning towards his camp, and yeah, it came out recently. Uh, Helena responded again. She's like, okay, look, I feel the need to clear up my name, so I'm going to tell you the full story. Now she claims the initial cost, I, I, I'm going from memory, because I know my glasses on, I can't double check right now. Um, the initial amount, I think she said, was like four that's sessions, a ten... like four thousand each, or something like that. No, so, no, that's it... that's what uh, that's what uh, she originally had said, or she said four thousand, and that was it. But yeah, that was it. But I'm saying like now in the new update she just put out, like she the, said, the new one. I think they offered her ten thousand, and she Close said the five thousand, right? Yeah, she said no. Then they offered her an extra five thousand on top of that, which would make yeah. that about three thousand for five sessions, which is still a lot in terms of voice yeah. acting. And she or, still said or, no. Yeah, or uh, what I said, like four, a little less than four K per for sessions, right? So yeah, that's oh, that's if what it I was four sessions, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think it was four or five, but yeah, which yeah. is still a lot considering. So, but yes. Uh, that so that came out so like oh so you're just lying to us this entire well, time it, and you know then she's like you know whatever happened and six months later however long it was she said they offered her four thousand to do the cameo which is what mm -hmm. she had mentioned before but because she didn't give us the whole story everyone you know we didn't know what was going on so it was four thousand dollars for a cameo to do bayonetta because of the storyline that's going on in the game so it does seem like that original Bayo shows up at some point, or was going to. I don't know if she does. I haven't played it yet. But, yeah, 4000 just for a camera. Like, that still sounds good, and you did take it still. It seems like she was trying to get more money out of this than... than uh, how do I put it? Like, than what so, is normally received or looked at, like yeah, here's and yeah, here's the thing. On. Yeah, I'm... here's the thing. Like she purposely mis mis uh, misinterpreted or misstrewed, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, her position. She was not being very honest. And there's a couple different things I want to say off of that. So first of all, remember, like yes, okay, I think it's fair to say that most voice actors are underpaid. You know, fine, but you have to also remember. There, like a few years ago, we had the voice actors strike, right? So now all the voice actors are unionized, including Helena. And when she said uh, it would have been like $4,000, like her initial thing, her very first initial thing, I think she said $4,000 for like four or five sessions. But if you look at the minimum rate of pay on the union, you know, she would have got paid, like she was guaranteed to get paid more than she claimed. So that was a straight out lie, right? She would have got paid more than the 4,000 for the four or five sessions, whatever she originally said, because she's part of the union and by union standards, they have to pay a minimum amount. And the minimum amount for four or five sessions would have far exceeded the 4,000 that she claimed that they offered her. So there's that. So she was, she was also not telling the truth about that. And when she kind of 
when she said now in the newest update that she put out on Twitter, like, hey, I feel the need to clear myself. And she kind of actually came forth with the real information, the real numbers. She said, okay, look, I still want the boycott to happen. Here's some, here's some charities. She, she, she said, uh, here's 10 charities I've donated to in my past. And I recommend you donate to them instead of buying the game. Apparently, one of the donations was for a um, anti-abortion uh, it was a thing. company that does billboards Group. that also did like anti-abortion billboards and stuff like that. I yeah. think so. Yeah, so people are like, "Oh, so you're a woman and you're kind of donating to like not giving women women a choice." So people had issue with that too, and people were like, "Ouch, that's not a good look." You I heard know, some people like... talking in the comments saying, "Well, she is like, uh, she says that she's Christian," and the people are like that still doesn't mean that all Christians are against or for abortion like mm -hmm. there was discourse in the comments about it and so but a lot uh, there was lots of like ouch this so this is where the story went day eh? you know yep. like, big out people are <laughs> people are like oh okay so we kind of know Ugh. where where she lies on the uh on the politics end of things you know because people are did a little more digging and they found out uh Again, I'm not sure how true this is. This is like from the comments section, but mm. take it with a grain of salt, you know. But people are like pointing out the fact that she's a Trump supporter and all this. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know what? Given the context of everything that happened, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I'm sorry, it does. Like, you know. No, uh, yeah, I know. Like a lot of people are saying that she might have been trying to help in a way to expand, you know, the uh, voice actor rights to try, you know, help them to get paid a little bit more, but. This isn't, if, if that's what, way. yeah, this isn't the way, if this is what she was, if that's what she was kind of trying to do originally, it definitely didn't pan out that way. No. So. there And Yang Ya, which is, he runs a gaming YouTube, he's also the voice of uh, the father in uh, Jojo for the English version, Chris. What? We, yeah. Which, like, uh, original season one? No, 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 no. Like. Joseph? And and, jo and Jolene's. Like, like, like the father in, in the jail, like, like the priest. Like oh, the main that's it. I was like, yeah. like we're running through he, Jotaro. He's not Jotaro. No, 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 Jolene's no. He, yeah, he plays. He plays. A lot he plays the main villain. The main villain. The main villain in Jolene's oh, art, uh, Stone Ocean. Yeah, I didn't know that. So, yeah. So, but even he said, you know, he's a voice actor. Obviously, I just that's why I said that. Mm. And he and even he said in his channel on his YouTube. Did I say that right? On his channel? Yeah, yeah. On his channel is on his YouTube. He said, uh, you know, there there are ways to fight this. This is not the correct way. This is this does more harm than good at the end of the of the day. Yeah, that's what I heard a lot of so, people say. Like she maybe we'll just say that she had a nobler goal, but I doubt it though. It because did not she was, work out that way. And she did like the she, wrong way. So <laughs> and that's assuming she had positive intent helping other people out. Right. I really don't uh, well, think she that's did. what I'm just saying. In in this yeah. in terms of what I'm saying there, we'll just assume that she did right there, but it definitely doesn't that, seem like that when everything's no. laid out for us here. She's trying to pretty much get revenge against Bayonetta three, like the game, pretty much. Like that's why she wants people to boycott it and give to charities. So yeah, it's a whole mess, but now at least we know who's telling the truth and who is lying, and yeah, this this is not a good look on her. I don't think. I don't think she'll ever recover. I don't think anyone's going to want to hire her as a voice well, actor she's ever again. Kind of burned her bridges and said, "I'm going yeah. back to uh, live theater and that." Right. So we'll see how that pans. I mean, we'll see if we even hear an update on that ever. 
but we'll see how that maybe pans out in the future, whether or not it's newsworthy or not. Maybe she won't get much work at all because yeah, this I stuff think... kind of backfires on some people. Like what uh, if you're in Japan, this stuff could backfire, like even simple things or things that we see as not a big deal here. Like, cheating. well, I think I think for me, cheating has always been a big deal personally. Like, yeah, but... I wish I wish we do what we do in Japan when people cheat, to be honest. I, I... Just very strongly believe that. I think mm, I think your personal life and your business life, to a certain extent, should be separate. But lots of people merge them together. In America, there's a big view on, uh, how do you say, paparazzi and wanting to know the personal lives of people. And mm -hmm. that causes some clashing, you know, with those thoughts. So I am for and against, but it depends on how it is. So we're kind of talking about the next news story. Uh, yeah. Which so, be uh... Takahiro Sakurai, who's a voice actor in Japan for like anime and video games. Uh, who voiced oh, Cloud Strife. I don't know who else yeah. he voices, but that's the big name they they mention here because it's fucking Cloud. Um, apparently, he was caught cheating with his with one of his writers or his script writer. Uh, I don't know how long he was cheating on for, but he's been... jeez, He has been apparently married for over 10 years. Oh, sorry. Yes, I, I misheard that. Yeah, sorry. I see this is what happens. When I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. I had to read this a few times, too, just to get through my head. But I'm pretty sure he wasn't cheating for over 10 years, although if he was, I don't think that would still change the context of this. So no, it wouldn't. But here's the screwed up part. The wife just found out and his writer didn't even know he was married in the first place. So she just found out. So that is a yes and no, that's because of Japan, so I go into this a little bit more after with a different story, but uh, you go on. Sorry. Yeah, but uh, both women didn't know he was seeing the other one. And again, the, the the writer didn't even know he was married, period. So, yeah, but in Japan, apparently, this this is, I just found this out from uh, reading the story. Basically, um, like if someone cheats in this one, in the Western society, whatever, they can still make a movie and people will still watch yeah, it. Yeah, because there's supposed to be that that split between personal and professional life. We see that there. And if people want to know about their personal lives, paparazzi everywhere, you find out information, but you usually try to keep that separation there, right? So. And then Japan, in Japan, it's the opposite. <laughs> so basically, this isn't always the case, but it's almost always the case. So when someone gets caught doing something like cheating, it doesn't have to be cheating. It can be doing something like against the law or whatever else, but when it comes to cheating specifically um i know most people if not everyone kind of go into hiding like they're kind of like shamed but they're, they're almost like named and shamed people kind of stop supporting them the the companies that they are working for kind of drop them for the most part so yeah as, as uh, chris mentioned this guy played the cloud the japanese voice of cloud so now people are wondering there's a very strong chance that he's going to get recast and uh He's gonna go, you know, just sit out of the public spotlight for like a year or two, if not longer. That and that's could, typically the case. That could very well happen. Like he could do some stuff like Japanese culture, like try to apologize, stuff like that, to take the shame, and see if his career uh, bounces back. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. In in Japan, it feels like that a lot. If you're doing stuff like we'll see in the public eye, like as a voice actor or an actor, um, you're 
it almost feels like that uh, you're owned by the companies. And if you do anything to to do that, the reason why the companies disown you is like you've shamed the company as well, not just yourself mm -hmm. or your family. Yeah. And so they'll just burn the bridges. In Yakuza 6, there was an actor who was modeled in the game and he voiced his character. He was, well, it found out to be, it was untrue, but he was accused of cocaine use. And Japan, they have a very, very, very strong um, rejection to drugs. You like that's why um, Jojo Part Five, like the whole thing of him wanting to clean of uh, what's his name there, trying to clean up the streets and to get the drugs. Off, yeah, trying to get the drugs off the streets. Like a lot of people in Japan love that arc because he's fighting mm. for something really good. It has to do with what happens in Japan, but. Um, Even though that takes place in Rome. Or, or yes, Italy, but still, you know? <laughs> it's because it's a Jap. You know, the whole story resonates in Japan. Like drugs are a no. You don't do drugs. Um, but um, he was accused of doing cocaine. His the company he worked for, like the the uh, Yakuza game, stripped him from the game, replaced him with someone else. Someone else did the voices for him. He was removed from the game completely. They repatched the game to put him out, so he's not mm -hmm. longer in the game. Um, and the company he worked for stripped him from a lot of other stuff. Anything he was about to come out with was thrown in the trash. Just scorched earth, removed him from everything, just because he was accused, without any proof, accused of cocaine use. And what happened? What did these companies do once they found out he was clean? I, I never found out. Sometimes they'll apologize and help him out to get uh, the career back on the on the thing, but usually it's the companies won't apologize in a lot of cases. They'll just go, okay, what do you want us to do? Right? Like that, that actor, like a lot of the time they look at them and go, well, you're just gonna have to prove that you're uh, trustworthy again, yada, yada, right? That's what it seems like. Like, like do, you, do you really think a company that's already put, put all that money into wiping your existence from your professional record to go, oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll put it all back together again. Not unless you're actually worth a lot to them. They won't do that, you know, <laughs> right? I would like to grab the name of this guy after the podcast and just, I kind of, I kind of want to find out what happened. Like, yeah, especially... it would be interesting to see what happened to him. Cause I never looked, looked it up and never heard what happened to him, but I'm sure there might've been an update. I'll have to figure it, find out after, but yeah, they pretty much just ripped him out of almost everything he was going to be in or was in like as best as they could just because mm -hmm. of an accusation accusation of drug use that's terrible that yeah this home, but... stuff happens a lot in japan it's almost like i said it's almost like you're treated as being an object of the companies you work for and not as a person so i have a strong against that because we talk about this with the um idols and stuff like that how they're treated basically is property of the companies and not people and i have a strong against that you should have a separation between the two but that separation can only go so far before images start blurring, right? <laughs> so I can see where the companies are coming from, but I can see where the people are coming from when it comes to Western and Japanese idea ideology. So, <laughs> you know, I... I'll, yeah, I'll approach it from this point of view. The whole Johnny Depp trial with Amber Heard, oh, so dumb. When, when, she was, when she was claiming Johnny was, you know, abusing her physically and mentally where it turned out the truth was it was the other way around she was abusing him and has for years but, but people believed in, in in the woman which 
you know, fine. It makes sense because statistically, it the woman is almost always telling the truth. Not always, but almost always telling the truth. So people were like, you know, took Johnny Depp out of like in movies and canceled some of the things mm-hmm. he was going to do. Like for example, um, the, not the original Harry Potter movies, but the 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 prequel the new ones, movies. the something beasts or whatever, right? Yeah, fantastical beasts or something Excuse like me? that. Sorry. So he was in the first couple as the main villain, and then and then they recast him because mm. of this. Yeah, uh, right? but didn't Johnny but, Depp have a history with his other wives of some type of? No, actually, one of his other wives testified in the trial that Johnny Depp never uh, abused her in any mm. way. So she well, that then, was actually like a key witness. Yeah, like this is something I, I thought I heard like way before the trial, so it had nothing to do with the trial. So I thought that this was something but, uh, maybe it's because of his image in the pirates movies where he's just a fucking drunk you know? I don't know. but anyways my, the point i was trying to make yeah, was yeah. uh amber heard now people including myself i'm like i don't want to support anything she's in like i'm not gonna like boycott it like 100 percent immediately like oh she's in it i'm never gonna like touch it with a six foot pole like it depends what it is but if i if i have to choose i choose not to yeah. support her anymore because she's like, a piece of shit yeah but honestly. some people some people say and you know respect the art uh you can respect the art but you don't have to respect the artist stuff like that so there's... yeah i i can understand <laughs> but you know i still don't want to support her and that as i said at the start i feel very strongly about that and i always have thought that and i don't think i'll I'm change on... my viewpoint on that i i'm very strongly and people, it's not just me, right? A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, fuck Amber Turd. And Amber Turd, by the way, that's what they're calling her. And anything that she's been in now, pretty much. Mm. So See, I'm not saying I don't, I want to boycott an entire movie because that's not fair if she's in it. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I I don't want to support her yeah, anymore. Like, I can see it from both sides because I've heard, I know lots of artists have gotten into some, some deep, some deep shit over the years but I love their work. So it's hard for me to look at it and go, well, I don't have to support your stuff from now on, but I've loved all your old stuff. What, what line should I fall on? I can't just throw away all the stuff that I've loved over the years, right? You know, it's- No, I, I don't think that's fair. So, it, but it, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like I'm on both sides because I understand both sides and I'm in on one of those both sides, right? Like I'm in the middle of a couple of the stories based on a fan so i'm like well what do i do uh crap like i think we mentioned the dragon quest um artist a music artist it was either mentioned on the podcast or in person uh where um apparently he said some really really bad stuff like apparently uh holocaust denier and all this other crap like what the dragon quest music composer really (laughs) like you know yeah but and i love his music he's done but then again i can't support I don't want to support that. And you know what happened with the creator of Rune Kenshin. <laughs> so if anyone Even, knows that, uh, you know, <laughs> what happened to Scott Cawthon, the creator of Finance at Freddy's. So he had an early retirement because it came out that he was supporting Trump and other, uh, other elect officials on that side of the coin. So people are like, yeah, well, this, this whole community is supposed to be on about inclusion. Cause like, especially the LGBTQ plus community was very upset by this. Like well, that, that community more than any other community, because they're like, this was supposed to be a welcoming community, the whole FNAF thing. And now you like, you're, you're literally paying money to people who are trying to deny us of our rights. Yeah. So, so could... we're not going to go ahead and support you anymore yeah. because we've then, you know, 
paying money for your game, for example, directly supports the politicians. Yeah, I could actively definitely see when it comes to certain certain views like that that you would definitely take a stance. So I've only been there as a as a fan and artist on on these ends. So something that's affected my actual life like that, I've never had to run into that situation. But it's not like I haven't boycotted for for less, right? You know, yeah. fuck EA, but, fuck Ubisoft, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And Matt had put out a video about this very subject. Like, people, right when this happened to Scott Coffin, people, he was like, okay, so people are telling me, you know, don't support the artist anymore. But, like, I should, basically, he said what you said. It's like, he needs to separate the work from the artist. And there are other people, not just Scott, working on FNAF now, obviously, mm -hmm. right? So it's not you know, one he doesn't man want to boycott the whole thing. <laughs> and you know, let's be real. Uh the game theory got a lot of their popularity, myself included, because of FNAF. That's yeah. why I found them. So it makes sense, right? He doesn't want to like give up the livelihood of him or his staff either or jeopardize it. So. But he's he also knows if he's gonna keep doing you know, what if he does the next the next game, he knows it may not get as many views as it did before because a lot of that audience may be gone because of that. So he's got. Oh, he's, yeah, he's put up videos for FNAF since then. Yeah, so, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. He he knows what he's stepping into, but he needs to he needs to clear the room of uh, any misconception that he's not supporting it. But I guess financially he is because he's paying for the games. But he doesn't mm -hmm. stand for what the artist stands for. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it comes down to the individual, as you said. Like as you you know, I think I've demonstrated I'm also on both sides of the coin. But yeah. it depends on the situation. When it comes to cheating. I'll be honest, I've been cheated on a couple times in my life. So I have a very strong bias towards not wanting to support anyone who I'm does sorry. that to any other people. Oh no, it's fine. I'm just <laughs> saying that's 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 like that's why I feel so strongly about that. You know, that sounds like with you saying, Oh no, it's okay, it's because I said I'm sorry, it sounds like that I was cheating on you. That's why, why do you have to say that? Why do you have to say that? Especially somewhere in cosplay. You, you just No, I didn't get it. And yeah, I thought because I thought you were being s sincere, you fucking asshole. I thought you were being nice to me for once, and you weren't, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, because that's a very natural thing to say, you know. When I say that, you can say, "I'm sorry." I'm like, "Okay, well, I, I thought it. I would want to make I the joke clear because you didn't get it." <laughs> no, I didn't get it because I don't. I can't see your face, so I, I can't because I don't have my glasses on. So I can't. Uh, I guess I if you would have seen me smirking, you would have known. Probably. Right now, I see the outline in your face. I can tell the difference between your face and your hair, but that's it. I can't see anything else. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want this guy to like die, to drop dead because he did this. But at the same time, no. But you think I think there should be consequences, humi consequences, humility, whatever. You know. Yeah, like I'm not against that. I'm sure something's gonna happen to him and. Sometimes these people just bounce back and things are fine. And in other cases, they just disappear because th they can't handle it, whatever. Like this, one of the things I found out in this is that this voice actor apparently has been under like watch for uh, basically suicide watch. Oh, wow. In the this past. is not going to help that. So yeah. if I'm correct in that this is the story I'm thinking of, he might have been on uh, like under threat, not threat, but like, like his threat of himself for like a suicide. So this may, he may be, yeah, he, he may be under a lot of uh, stress for that. And 
hopefully it does he doesn't take his life so hopefully it's worth that but who knows the mental state he he could be in yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's still not uh still doesn't uh, excuse it it is a shitty thing to do to your partner for so long it is not just your partner to anyone honestly it's a yeah. shitty thing to do and it's weird that his writer didn't know he was married like that's very odd to me yeah because i was thinking like this is me overthinking it so i didn't bother bringing it up but i thought the same thing i'm like what do they not wear wedding wings in japan and then i kind of just like went down the rabbit hole of that thought like why wouldn't they wear, wear, wear uh, wedding wings in japan and i was just like kind of thinking on scenarios again i'm not going to go into it but like yeah definitely uh <laughs> definitely went down the rabbit hole in that one anyways i think we're done with that one we can move on chris to uh another one so let's see we've got uh so, oh, give me one second here. There we go. Uh, so apparently, do you remember that one uh, retro gaming store we talked about, uh, Pink Gorilla? Yes. That um, I believe that was the one that had the car drive into the front of the car, in the building, or it was the one that was stolen from. Um, it was um, <sighs> robbed again. It's been like half a year or something like that, or a year close to it. Like it was in uh, January, February, and the place was now again armed. Uh, got uh, armed. Gee, sorry, it was robbed again. Armed robbery. The guy apparently had a gun. I don't think he showed the gun, but it seemed very clear with the owners that this guy was armed, uh, and they just handed over whatever it is that he asked for, and he left. The guy was saying, "You know, I don't want to do this. You know, I need the money." Yada yada, you know the that whole stuff that they do, and uh, and yeah, just unfortunate again. Like these guys are thinking, you know, like I didn't want to put my uh, my workers at risk here, the people who are here, and I don't want to think about having to move. We've been here for a long time at this location. We, yeah. I don't want to have to relocate just to feel a little bit safer but i also want my employees to feel safe and you know i don't want to be robbed again or have my place damaged again and but yeah it's a very sad update you know the updates that we could have gotten you know a few months is hey you know they're doing great and things <laughs> things are looking up for the for the retro game store again but no they got robbed at the gunpoint yeah i mean and they didn't want to take any risks because, and I don't blame them. He yeah. the just had his gun in his pocket the whole time, apparently. But they said it was quite obvious he had one just from his uh, body language and the way he was holding his hands and walking around and all this. So, yeah, they were, I mean, pretty certain. I, at this point, you think they're going to do something about this. Like, you know, the fact that they're in the news twice. In the in a year, think, okay, twice in okay, a year. Okay, <laughs> people, people are going to think we're an easy target now, right? So you're going to take precautions because they had like two video cameras and that didn't do jack all, you know? Yeah, so... if anything, like the guy's got away. As far as we know, he's still gotten away. Video cameras didn't help much, and in such. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure they're going to go ahead and uh, take precautions. That's all I meant. Like maybe more security, because at this point, like. The, the cost of a salary for a security guard probably is more than what they lost, but it's a principle, right? Because, like, one person does it, and then two people, you know, next year, and then four people the year after that. Yeah. So, yeah. 
It's it's going to escalate if they don't do anything. All right, I think that's it for that story, right? I believe so. All right. Um. So the next one I want to bring up is one that's the uh. I I I don't want to say dear near to us, but this did uh this does happen in Canada. So we've already talked about how Square Enix sold off their subsidiaries or subsidiaries. I should yeah, say. Yeah, they sold um basically all the Western uh side yeah, of Square Enix to Embracer. So that included um, Crystal Dynamics, that's the makers of the Avengers game, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal as well. Yeah. So it's funny because one of them, uh, was it, I believe it was, was it Eidos Montreal? I think it was Eidos Montreal. They just formally rebranded themselves. They, they're now, uh, as of like three weeks ago, they're called Onoma. So O-N-O-M-A, Onoma. Uh, this is like, uh, they rebranded everything. And this is like, apparently half a year in the making they knew this was going to happen and like three weeks ago they completely like okay now today's the day we're going to be known as this new company and then they got sold <laughs> so they had a very expensive rebrand and then they just got sold as you said so yeah well, it's kind of shitty and uh they also a lot of the employees got laid off and i i'm not sure if all of them did but a lot of them did and i'm sorry i'm just trying to i don't have my glasses on. i'm just trying to see this and they yeah so they went to Edo's montreal so sorry was it square in that case yeah please correct me chris i'm i i'm blind so i can't double check the facts uh, I have on my no screen. uh so Edo's Edo's montreal got renamed and square enix montreal is shut down and a lot of the okay. people there are being yeah a lot of them are probably going to get moved over to uh the new o onomo Onomo, whatever it's called, that uh, company. Which, Onoma, yeah. Onoma, sorry. Uh, but, yeah, it's like two months, whatever, after buying it, they're like, okay, and this one's shut down. You know, I, I, I mean, I could see that they don't need two offices in Montreal, or three, right? So, fine. But, you know, I guess they uh, want to keep uh, keep the other one around and not, uh, not uh, the Square Enix office. They'll keep the Crystal and Dynamics one. Remember, we did cover a news story um, related to this. It was the whole uh, Montreal, all businesses, but including game businesses, had like a year or was a year and a half to make sure they're fully um, using French yeah. for their tax form. So I don't know if this had anything to do with it, but it did cross my mind. I mean, I'm sure it probably affects something down the line, but they still have that office in Montreal. So... Mm -hmm. They still have the one, just now it's not two. Um, they did also announce at this uh, announced that doesn't make sense. They also did announce new Deus Ex is coming out. They oh, had really? a small little teaser, huh. and I hope it's not starring Adam Jensen because I don't like that character. That's the the guy in the cover of the last game, right? Yeah, I don't want to play a cyberpunk game where the main character keeps saying is so disgruntled at being become a cyborg where he's like, oh. I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this. I hate that. I'm playing a fucking cyberpunk game. Let me enjoy being a fucking robot. <laughs> no. Was he always the star of all the games or just the last one? It's just the ones that Square Enix did. Okay. So the, who was um, the star of the other game? I don't remember his name. But the first okay, one... A different character. Yeah, it was a different character. Okay. It was about him and his brother, question mark. But... Um, 
those games, that one, I wish the new Deus Ex games were more like. Because you could talk your way out of most situations. You could play through the game like almost entirely, I believe, uh, pacifist. Hmm. Yeah, we there's actually an achievement to not kill a single person, actually, I think. In the original, yeah. Oh, also in the new one I meant, but yeah. Uh, I don't know about the last one, but the first one they did, uh, you had to murder people. The boss fights were unskippable. Well, there there was an achievement to not kill anyone, so maybe they don't mean shoot the messenger. Any, don't maybe shoot the messenger. maybe they mean other than the boss fights, but the boss fights you had to fight. If you built a, like how I normally do in these games, which is stealth and hacking, you'd have a tough time beating those games because of you having to fight in those boss fights. Yeah, I think it's really dumb, but that reminds me of uh, um, the Outer Wilds. No, Outer Wilds or what's the other one called? Outer Worlds. There you go. Outer Worlds, like the uh, New Vegas people who made that game, kind of like yeah, the yeah. New Vegas game. You can completely skip the last boss fight, but it takes it takes very specific skills and dialogue choices to get to that. Nice. Point. Yeah, like you can completely bypass it. Yeah, you, you can do that have, in like, the original Deus Ex. You could just talk your way out of the final boss fight. Like that's Depending on... really awesome. Like that's cool. Like talk your way out or hack your way out. I'm like that's. I wish that's how the new DSX games were like. Too bad Square Enix didn't continue making them. They made mm -hmm. two and then just gave up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they might even do another uh, Thief game as well. That was like kind of mentioned that there might be a new Thief because Eidos Eidos also owned that one. So I, yeah. I have. I have the two Thief games, and apparently they're really good. They're like Assassin's Creed first person. People are telling me that I like Assassin's Creed. So yeah, I haven't played them, but I know lots of people like Thief. So yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it is pretty cool. Oh, did you see the new trailer for Vash the Vash Vash Trigun? I did not. There's a new trailer. They showed Millie or uh, Meryl. That name, the name sounds Meryl's familiar. Meryl's the, the little girl of the uh, for the insurance company. She's the little one, and Millie's the big one. It's been way too long. I don't remember, unfortunately. If, if I see them, yeah, when you see them, you'll you'll know who they are. But they changed her. I don't like it. She's younger, mm. and she's with an old man who might be her father. I don't like it because okay. I liked her in the original. I don't like her here, even though if it's the same character, she acts the same. She's younger, and I feel I I don't like the feeling of liking the character who's younger when I know what she's like in the old one. It's funny because like you told me in my chat when I was playing Final Fantasy Seven because my my title was Aerith or Tifa. The correct answer is yes. You're like neither. Yuffie. I'm like Chris. You do know she's 16, right? Yeah, you like... don't tell me that. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, tell me that. <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to tell me that but you know what i mean though like i've known the character for that long she's my favorite character in the show next to vash and then they changed her and she's younger i'm like oh. but i still like all the designs for all the new characters just because i'm thinking of the old show i'm like hmm <laughs> you know <laughs> mm. It's. I know we watched the old one together. I, was it? Was it just the two of us or your brother? I think your brother was in, on it too. Actually, I know. I think about it. I know everyone. Most people I know that have watched anime. Uh, that I know have watched Trigon. I think there's only like one person that I know that well, never finished. I mean, it. I watched it with you. Is what I said. Like, you probably did watch it with me. I don't know if you watched it with if my brother was there or not. 
I can't remember. I think that's I think that's back in the day when we were doing uh the three of us, including your brother, for the uh weekly possibly. watch parties. Or it could have been possibly go wrong. Or it could have been way back in the day when we were doing the uh in person watching. You know, when we did uh cart captures and a bunch of the other shows. Mm-hmm. So uh but yeah. So an- Another quick update. So I forget her name, but the streamer who broke her back jumping into the ball pit, ball, mm, quote, yes. quote unquote, ball pit, into the pit of death. Oh, the uh, foam uh, pit, TwitchCon. yeah. The foam pit, that's it. Thank you. Um, so she was back to streaming this last week. Uh, she was like, she was. She, she did like a okay. Halloween cosplay thing, yeah. right? Because it was for Halloween? Did, yeah, she did. And uh, she showed off the scar on her back, which is pretty nasty from the surgery. But uh, she seemed, you know, she said she's still in pain, but she's actually up and walking, which I, I looked surprised. into it. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, when you have something like that, like a back injury, the worst thing you can do is just lie around like an unrecover. You're supposed yeah, to like, you, force yourself to. You want your muscles to get move. back into shape. You don't want to just sit around as much as you can. And that like sitting can actually put a lot of pressure on your spine and stuff like that. So if you're up mm-hmm. and about trying to keep moving, then your back will get used to what it's supposed to be doing. I, I understand that. A couple of things that uh, we weren't aware of, well, I wasn't at least, was one that she told her audience after showing the back scar that uh, when she had the surgery, unbeknownst to her, she was pregnant at the time, but she had to give it up. She had no choice because of the surgery. The surgery required that she wow. gave it up. And how, how, how that works with the back and her womb, I, I don't know. I'm not going to question it, but apparently that's what she said. So that's that's... That's like more, you know, uh, gas on the fire for her fight if she ever takes it to Twitch or I, I forget who whose booth it was on TwitchCon. I forget which company. But yeah, but, it's if yeah. she decides to. People have asked her if she was going to. And she didn't give an answer because I don't think she knows. But I'm sure she's looked into it, you know, whether or not there's any legal co- recourse. Because yeah. I'm sure the medical bills, because she's in America, right? Medical bills aren't going to be cheap. So and yeah, another thing I want to point out: this has, doesn't have anything to do with the story. It just came out because I kind of looked into her stream a little bit. Apparently, and Chris, I'm not saying this because I'm looking down on her. It's just a matter of fact thing. Apparently, she is, or at least was. I I don't know. I didn't look that far into it, but apparently, she does do porn. That's what so, I apparently yeah, her I, hat does I had, or did. I had no idea, but a lot of people, especially on Twitter, are giving her a hard time because of this and. Even someone like Asmongold, I saw on a YouTube, he came out and he said, you know what, what guys, you guys need to shut the fuck up because if, if she was male, you guys wouldn't be saying this stuff at yep. all. So, and that's absolutely the truth. Yeah, because they'd I be still... giving each other high fives going, yeah, whore. Pretty much. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Not that it's important, as I said, it's not. It's no. not important to the story, but I had no idea that was the case. But they, Apparently, yeah, I yeah, heard that. I didn't look into it. So, Pretty interesting. That's all. That uh, well, when I say interesting, like it's pretty cool. Is what I mean. That someone can make that pivot if they want to. But yeah, but uh, just thought I pointed out. As I said, it's a very matter of fact. Thing has nothing to do with the story. It's just I had no idea to be honest because I I didn't know the streamer even existed before the story came out with breaking her back at Twitch. So yeah, I didn't yeah know of them. I think someone mentioned it to her to me and the whole like adult video stuff. I'm like I haven't heard of this person sit before now i don't pay attention to adult videos and yeah. the people in them <laughs> it doesn't matter if i hear stories about it i hear a story about it mm-hmm. but uh oh there 
They're supposed to be having then... a trailer out in like a day for like Front Mission Remake, the first one. I never played the game, so I have no idea what it is. It's mechs. That's all you need to know. Anime and mechs. And okay. they're I, supposed to be remaking the second one next year. I, I knew been, it was a mech game. I knew it was a Square Enix game. But aside from that, I don't know I've been anything. waiting. Like, there's been some of the games been kind of on my radar to pick up if I ever find them for a good price. And, you know, just been wanting to maybe get my hands on them at some point. So they're remaking it. Fine. I'll just grab those. I think Square should do more remakes or remasters of their old games, like remastered yes. Parasite Eve 1 and 2. Yes. Not third not birthday. Three. You throw that shit in the trash. Yes. Or or remake it as an entirely new game. That's not... No, no, no. You, you just get rid of third birthday. No. I mean, like, remake it, like, it has nothing to do with, with, with the game. Just, like, remake it, pretend third birthday never happened, because I never played it. But I watched a YouTube video about what happens in it, and it pisses me off. I that they I only that. I played a bit of it and was and I don't remember how many missions I got in, and I was just like, nope, this isn't, it's not the same. It's no, this isn't it. This isn't where you should take it. They should. But I would love for I'm them not... to do that. They should do that. Capcom should redo or re-release uh, Dino Crisis. Okay. I want to play Dino Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> you Dino know, Crisis, like, Dino Crisis Two. Just those old games, bring them out. Three, I don't know if that one's any good. That was on 360, wasn't it? It's an Xbox exclusive. Was there Dino Crisis 3? I believe huh. so. Okay. As far as I know, people didn't like it, and that's probably why the series didn't continue. But, uh, yeah, Front Mission, I'll be happy to see that. And I think today, is it today? Is G-Fest? Or is that coming up? Uh, Godzilla Fest. So this was supposed to be oh. like a video coming up. Huh. I'm hoping in the next week. Or today, or maybe in the next week, I could see it. Where they were supposed to be showing up some new Godzilla stuff. So there's like a fan short of Godzilla versus Gigan that I've been desperately wanting to see. And Toho's supposed to be doing something new, and hopefully we get news of it. I doubt it's a new Godzilla movie, but here's hoping a new Japanese Godzilla movie. Because fuck the American ones, I hate them. <laughs> I don't think I've seen a single Godzilla movie. You, you saw, showed me the one at, you, at your you, place at Brian Cranston, but I yeah. fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> yeah, you fell asleep during it. But yeah. that was uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, that was the American one. Yeah, that one. Don't worry about that one. That's fine. Well, you showed it. Yeah, because Chris so wanted like... to see it. He says that one's better okay. than Shin Godzilla, and he's mistaken. Shin's way <laughs> better, but I hate all the American ones. Uh, and we, I did have like a little update for the uh, Water Games stuff. I don't know yeah. what the prices are right now for like the N sixty four Super Mario, but we know that like as they as more and more of them went on sale, they like went from what was it one point five or two point five million, and they just kept dropping in price like almost 50 percent each time it went on sale. So it's been a year, and they finally put out population records for all the other consoles and updated the the. Uh, Nintendo, like the NES population reports. A year later, finally. Um, don't know why it took so long. These numbers are probably out of date, but um, the N64, apparently the Super Mario 64 is like the fifth or sixth most populated uh, of the graded games on for out of the N64 uh, games they have. Like, I think it was sitting at like 150, 
something like that, 150, 160 copies. Like the, the other ones that um, surpassed it were like, um, what do you call it? Perfect Dark, uh, Legend of Zelda 1 and 2, not 1 and 2, uh, you know, uh, Ocarina and Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask, thank you. There was uh, Gauntlet Legends for some reason. It's like 212. I think that's the most populated one. But yeah, it's insane to think that that's Super Mario 64 being as big a game as it was, a multi-million dollar, uh, multi-million copy seller would for some reason have a graded game go for 1.5 million. Super Mario 64 is 132 graded at the time of their updated uh, sheet here. Now, yeah, uh, we've got like, how much would be rated at uh, A++? About 23 copies, which isn't a small number, but it also isn't a very big number. But we are talking about a niche market in a niche market within a niche market. You know, people mm -hmm. who are collecting video games that are complete in box and sealed, right? <laughs> or graded and sealed. Like, it's very small market already. There's no reason why the game should have gone for that much more. There are legitimately rare games on the N64 that should have gone for lots of money. <laughs> Not that much money, but you know what I mean? Like, the, what do you call on uh, Nintendo isn't worth that much. Not even close. It's not a $100,000 game. Uh, the one that James Rolf bought and made a video of. The gold cart. Not oh, gold cart. Uh, you're talking about, like, the, uh, the, the the tournament cart? Yes, yes. Whatever that one yeah, is called. I forget, I forget what it's called. But, but the, yeah, that's that like... one, I remember when James did it, I think he bought it for, like, twenty or $40,000, something like that. It was somewhere in, within that range. It's, I'm sure it hasn't raised to over 100000 by now, but to think that N60, Super Mario 64, a not rare game, would sell for I that thought much. he uh, <laughs> borrowed his, the, that copy from Matt Contry. Doesn't James own one? I know Pat not owns one. Not the golden one. one. He, he owns the regular Okay, one, yeah. but not the I, I know one. Pat definitely is, has... Yeah, Yeah, the gold one's from Pat. And, and, right. and they pretend I remember, they broke I remember it. The, yeah, I remember funny. the video yeah. was was the fight over it because he was going to steal yes. it on him but yeah that, that that one was passed but sorry anyway they it's that is a legitimately rare game i know wrong system but there are rare copies of different games like you know not for resale games that are up there like that could be sold for a lot of money because of a stupid sticker that's on it and you know stuff like that it's just insane to think like most games that are rated are graded on here barely make the 50 mark and a lot of them sit under 20 or 30 right for how many copies are out there why not one of those that are actually rarer to get to be sold as as that but you know mm -hmm. we're we're almost certain without any proof that it definitely seems you know uh from what we think they wanted a big sale because they were selling to heritage auctions that's what it definitely seems like but yeah um like that's what I... I think that's what we both kind of think right because we don't have legitimate proof so the only thing i have really tatted onto this is there's a youtuber you may have heard of him chris i think we talked about him once before carl jobs or jobs yes j-o-b-b-s J -O -B -B or something like that yeah yes j-o-b-s-t oh oh, oh um, right wrong guy but yes i know he, what you mean he does a lot of 
controversy when it comes to speedruns, but he he is also a collector and he that's probably actually, where I know him from is the speedrun stuff. He did do something on the Wada Games controversy mm-hmm. with the heritage auction. And actually he did a really good video. It's worth watching. It's like half an hour long. Someone recently, I mean like when I say recently, I'm like in the last month or two, did a retort to his video, like another YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And and Carl just did a response to the response and took apart every one of his points because if you look at this guy's background the guy who made the retort he has walls behind him of like graded games so he has everything to lose from carl kind of bringing this up and Mm. then he kept attacking his character so that's called uh, an attack on nauseam i believe which means instead of attacking the point you're attacking the person right and that's and that's trying to make them look bad to make you look better or you're making points look better yeah right Exactly, which I hate when people do that because that means that you believe that your points or your counterpoints are not strong enough to stand on their own. You need to, mm. you know, attack the person, which you should never do that because that's just always a bad look, especially when someone calls you out for it. And it's true. But uh, yeah, I highly recommend you watch the response video as well. It's really well done. Uh, he covers everything. And Carl is a collector as well. There's He loves a few games and he has graded games as well and he shows it. Yeah, like he shows it, in the video like, "Hey, I'm not against them." Was he I the one right who here. had gotten one of the um, Pokemon Red great uh, sealed grade, or am I thinking of someone else? I don't know to be honest. I don't okay, know. yeah, like, I don't we think may be thinking of think two different people, but yes, yes. I'll, I'll link way. his video after, but I, you can put it into the podcast. Yeah, notes I'm too. glad that. But to kind of end this, I'm glad that Heritage Auctions is trying to put out population reports. Even if it's not very fast, they are st- they are trying to they're trying to you know separate the games in terms of like what type of game it is like Japanese game this specific type of game you know like I said uh not for resale ones or like some weird stickered version of the game right they are trying to break them down in terms of that and stuff you know to try and put those numbers out there so people know what they're getting into when they buy a game but it's still I'm pretty sure they're far behind when it comes to the grading in that so just Try to, as I've said before, do your research if you're going into this to look for a game and the pricing and stuff like that. So, like, I would not, I personally don't do this stuff. I don't give a shit about graded video games, but I do want to pay attention to the market just to see what the hell is going on and maybe understand as to why my games that I want are going for $200 mm-hmm. for, or do going for $60 for one disc of a game. When, like, for a three disc game, you know, so that that doesn't make on eBay, like, that doesn't make sense. I've always been the collector. I haven't been that hardcore of a collector, but I've always been a CIB collector, which means complete in box. Yeah. So if something doesn't come, if something's missing, I am just not interested. I don't care how good the quality is. If it's if everything's not in there, I I will get a new yeah. one. Yeah. Like you know, for for me, I'm kind of there and kind of on the edge of well if i could just get my hands on it fine you know if it's, if it's a little damage i can deal with that most of my games already like the playstation games especially like have cracks in them because of just general use right you've seen some of my cases they don't look pretty <laughs> i i don't remember it actually but go on but and my final fantasy 8 doesn't have a proper case like it was it's pretty trashed like to me it doesn't matter that much but if I'm spending $100 on a game, I want to be complete in box. In as good a shape as it can be, 
<laughs> like, but, you know, keeping an eye on the graded and uh, the sealed game market and yada yada can help to sh shine some light on why some games are going for certain prices. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to, but, you know, it's good to keep it, keep an eye on there if you're into this, into even just complete inbox or uh, games. <laughs> In general, like I, I may not be buying a lot of uh, old games in general nowadays, but there are certain games that are always going to be on my radar and they're just not going down in price. I'm hoping they will in a few years and then I can start buying some of my games back again, but good luck. <laughs> good luck to me, right? <laughs> Did you? Uh, this is something you told me, I think, ever since we met, like back in the day. Did you ever get that one PlayStation One game? You told me it was called Rhapsody. Yeah, Rhapsody I got that a long time ago. Okay, so I know that was like on your most wanted list for like well, a decade. It, it was on my more. list for a long time, so I so I really like it. And I rented it, and just one time, I just went on eBay and was like, "Oh, it's actually like fifteen or twenty dollars." This was way back in the day. I'm like, "Yeah, fine, I'll spend the money on it now and grab it." There we go. I don't know nice. what's worth now, but I got a copy of it. But mm -hmm. there's That's other like... games that I want that are. For some reason, $120 or more, I've talked about this on the podcast now. And I look at it and go, fine, it should be going for 80 or 100 maybe. I don't want to spend that much, of course. <laughs> like, I bid but on a, a Parasite Eve uh, last week, and I was the highest bidder. It was like at 50 bucks until the last day, and then people started bidding it up. I'm like, fuck off. Nope. I'm not going to get this bidding where I put my max bid at whatever it was, and that's all what I'm going to put it at. And I looked at it when it was finished, and I think it finished at like a hundred close to a hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't continue this bid war because I knew where it was going. I was just hoping I could slide it in there and no one would see it, and then I get yep. run away with the game for like 50 to maybe 70 dollars, right? <laughs> you know, the high tech game traders, I think, yeah, back yeah. in the day. I bought a lot of my games from there, but I yep. always made sure that they were complete because some of them were missing things. I'm like, okay, I don't want to buy it. Oh, but, it says everything. I, yeah. I want to buy it. A lot of mine so. aren't, if it's missing the manual, that, you know, that was my choice back then. But I mean, I didn't have money back then. So getting this game that came out three months ago for like 30 bucks compared to, you know, the 60 they wanted back then. Fuck it. We grab the game, right? Yeah. So. There is some, there is one time where I found, I think, two different copies. I mean, you know that Square game for PlayStation 1, Air Gaze? It was like a fighting game yeah, with fancy characters. Yeah. And also had. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that reference because I spend. I don't that's, get that reference. Isn't that that's the menu noise? Every time you click on a menu button. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> it is so Anyways. obnoxious. And the best part of the game wasn't the fighting, it was the mini game, but the dungeon crawler, because it played like Diablo 1. It was so much fun, that dungeon crawler. <laughs> is that the one but, where you played uh, as like uh, Cloud and they put Cloud and Sephiroth in with all Antifa. these other. Oh, Antifa. With all these other characters you've never heard of? <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Had to sell it by having Final Fantasy 7 characters in it. That's like Metal Gear Solid 2. I got that game because no, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, uh, Zone of the Enders came with a Metal Gear Solid Two demo. Oh, it's always pretty good. And I, 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 I didn't care about Metal Gear Solid at the time. I'm like, ooh, Zone of the Enders. I played. It, I'm like, wow, it's actually a pretty good game. I, I really enjoyed it. And then you played the demo for Metal Gear, and then you played Metal Gear Two and went, wait, where's where's Solid Snake? Why am I playing his sexy anime man? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I played Metal Gear One. 
to completion. I don't think I touched two aside from the demo disc, of course. But uh, oh, and this is guy. Yeah. I have to link you his uh, YouTube video. This is off topic. Um, who does um, for speed runs? He goes into some of the more recent uh, speed runs and stuff like that, and like breaks down how this stuff is done as best as he can. You know, to try to explain it to people who don't know anything about speed running, like the what goes into speed running and like you know, frame data and stuff like that. And I find it very interesting because they're talking about, uh, there was a game that recently uh, had like this Spurlanky apparently has had like some, some discovery made in the game. That was Carl Jobs who made that video. Yeah. I was it? That. Have I just yeah. been watching his videos the whole time and not realizing it, was... so. <laughs> it might be so. him. That's probably yeah. why I recognize the name. Like, Oh, it's him. Yeah. That's that. That's him. That's him. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, he does like these videos that break down like speed runs and stuff like that. It's very interesting. I've been watching those like all week, pretty much like a bunch of different videos. <laughs> does he go, hello legends? I don't remember. Okay. I don't That's... remember his intro, but I'll, if, if I find legend. it, if I find it, I'll link it to you. If it's not him, that is, if it is him, okay. then, you know, I don't link you anything, then just be sure it was him. I'm pretty sure it's him because his videos, like there's a major something found in, in Splunky or something like that. I remember that. watching like... one based on Final Fantasy VI and him going through the whole history of the speedrun of FF6 and then it uh, diving into like the um what, okay, what, what, someone else then. What, what we've seen of uh, this may be a different person but I think it's the same guy because I've been watching a few people who break down speedruns and then going into the whole like um, realm and the whole uh, paint sketch like glitch. Her, yeah, her sketch glitch Cause like how it how it started off and then how it eventually morphed into the sketch glitch and stuff like that. So, it's hmm. very interesting. Like, what the I'd hell? I'd be interested in that video if you want to link it. If I could find it again, but yeah, that video specifically, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, oh, I wanted to mention, yeah, like oh. for collecting, I had, you know, back in the day, I'm showing my age a little bit, but like, uh, when Earthbound came out, I asked that as my Christmas present, I got it, and it's obviously that was a brand new copy at the time. Even though it has some wear and tear, it's probably worth at least a thousand dollars. But I don't plan on getting rid of that. That's something I will keep till the and day I die. And you don't plan on slabbing it, do you? Grading it? No, because it would not even be graded. Like a couple of the pages from the strategy guide are falling out from wear and tear. Mm. I did nothing to wreck them. Just from flipping the pages. Yeah. So many times, wear and tear. So there's no point getting it graded. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't see the purpose. But I even, don't care what other even people if it, think well, about Let's just say version. if it was in good shape. It's good enough shape that you would think, why not get graded? Would you or no? No, okay. no, because grading serves a purpose for other people. If I plan on keeping it and never sell it. Yeah, like grading no is, you get something graded when you plan on possibly selling it in the future. Even if it, the future isn't next year or if the future is 20 years from now, it, you do plan on selling it when it ups in price. Yes. <laughs> So, but you plan on playing your games for the most part. I, I always play my games, yeah. So when when it comes to mint, I don't care about mint. That's why I've never in my life, I, and I will never care about mint, unless if I like I become a millionaire. Okay, yeah, I'll buy like a copy of Mario sixty four unopened. But like, to me, <laughs> games are made to be played as well. They're not just like they're not just showpieces. Your wall. Yeah, yeah, right. They're specifically made to be used. They're not made to send the box and never be used. So yeah, I know other people have stronger opinions than me for the opposite end of the coin, which is fine. I'm not saying 
those people are wrong. I'm just saying that's how I personally feel, and no one can argue that. Mm. No one can argue the fact of how I feel, and that's just legit how I feel. Is games should you know are designed to be played. I'm not going to make that a point into an argument. I'm not trying to convince anyone else, but for me, I think games should be played. So that's why I've never cared about mints. I care about collect and box because I do want the collection. If the collection is there, I don't care if it's mint or not. That has nothing to do with you. Just want it all there in right. If you can, it's best best shape as it can be, but because you're like, you know, yeah. searching for the hundred percent mint perfect. <laughs> exactly, because then it's just Schrodinger's cat, right? Mm. Yes, you're buying this, but do you actually know what's inside? As a matter of fact, unless if you're going to get your graded copy X-rayed, probably not, right? <laughs> There's no way for you to know matter of fact unless you take extremes like that that you actually have a game in there. It could just be a weight that has a very similar feel and density. Oh my right. God, that happened to someone. That happens for, um, I think we covered this earlier on this year, but it happened for some old school retro games as well. One of the stories we covered is, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was, what it was. Um, it was for the PC games, some RPGs, some like early dungeon crawling D&D, not D&D, like some just ultimate. Uh, I'm, not, I'm like not thinking of like, thinking of a console game. Oh, crap. What was it? If I remember it, I'll bring it up again. Because okay. basically this guy bought something. Oh no, sorry. This is gaming adjacent video game. New The new uh, RTX cards. Someone bought a card, showed up, and it was just a bunch of rocks and weights. Huh. Or something funny. like that. Uh, but he got refunded from uh, one of the big uh, PC, reseller, PC sellers. Uh, I don't remember which one it was, but one of the big guys. They uh, refunded his money, rightfully so. But yeah, he was just sent a fucking box with like nothing or just weights in it. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah, that but happened like, like not that long ago. Yeah, <laughs> and and that, that that kind of strengthens my point. Like, not that I'm trying to make one, but still, it's like going back to that story I was talking about. Some guy was selling off. They ended up being fake, but at the time, so he did, he did this for like a decade without anyone finding out. He's selling off. Mm, yeah, that guy. Copies yeah. like un un like sealed copies of games of pc games like really old school ones like i said like the dungeon crawling ones like the swords and magic sort mm. of games i think ultima i could be wrong anyways and for 10 years no one no one got was wise to the fact that he was just making copies because people were like okay i have the game unopened i'm not going to open it up yeah right which i'm not blaming them for that but at the same time again how do you know you have the game in there if you don't actually check right for me I actually have the game. I can play it. I can. I can yeah. prove to you. I'm it's afraid. Real. Not that I want. I'm afraid of buying like Nintendo and uh, Super Nintendo games on yeah. eBay because I don't know if they are legit. I don't know There's how good fakes. Have, yeah, I don't know how good fakes have come. I don't know if all because I know that there are people who will put a re, uh, repo label on repo label like a repurposed label on the games because the old ones look uh, faded away and stuff. But those labels are supposed to have written on them repo, or you know, they so they do. so they know they're fake. But a lot of them don't. And as much as it it doesn't really matter to me, I kind of want the original label, even if it's worn out. Like I don't want a repurposed one. If I'm gonna, if I do, I'm gonna put it on myself, and I'll make sure it's labeled properly, so that yeah. I know and people who everyone else knows, right? So. But yeah, a lot of them don't don't label it or whatever, or you don't know if it's a fake card. Like 
if it's an Etsy cart and stuff like that, right? Because some of those fakes could look really, really, really good, you know? So, do you remember the last time I was over at your house a few years ago before COVID? Like, it was mm -hmm. the, the convention that I got uh, the Pink Rangers autograph or yeah. picture, I mean. So, that I, I signed up to win a, and they, they made it clear it was a um, ROM hack on a Super Nintendo cart for Earthbound. I won, actually. They, they called me on my phone and I went and picked it up. But I, I was looking at it and, like, it doesn't have repo card in there either. Not that it is a repo game because it's specifically a Earthbound hack. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, well, if they can make this, like I know, they know, no one's trying to fool anyone that, uh, you know, that's a repo card. But it looked and feels authentic, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like they could have just like made, changed the, the front cover art on the, on the Super Nintendo box and changed the, the sticker on the, on the cartridge yeah. and you wouldn't never know. Yeah. So, so sucks. Yeah. you have to be very careful when looking at uh, original games. I guess you could argue that that for the sealed games, then or the that that you almost are certain that they that that is authentic, but you'll never be able to play them because it's sealed, you'll, and you'll <laughs> never know if it's authentic. Well, the people who are grading them should know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, well, but, no one knows. It's a matter of fact, right? Like you wouldn't stake your life on it. For, you know, like you would say, you would like play a deal with the devil and say, "Yep, I know this." Yeah, is Yeah, but people are taking that's... money on it, so. <laughs> oh, but... for sure. Yeah, yeah, but like that's what, that's the that's what I'm saying. It's Schrodinger's cat. No one can tell me, as a matter of fact, unless you take very extreme measures like X-rays. Like, <laughs> imagine X-raying X-raying a, a cartridge like a box uh, that there's something in there, and you it's something that you think is in there, right? Like yeah. the thing that you think is in there is actually in there. Like there's no one can say, as a matter of fact, like yes, it should be in there, but no one can say yeah. with 100% certainty that it is. Well, of course. But I think that's pretty much it on that topic. And that should be yep. it for the podcast as we will end here. So just rambling on and on about <laughs> old video games. Yes. That, that people who are old play. Shut up. You know, but you say that I'm older than you, so I still have a right to tell you to shut up. But anyway, <laughs> all right, okay, Chris, where can people can find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at c s c h a b a n g at c shabag. I post on there when I'm going live. I usually don't do pre posts because I know a lot of people go, "Hey, I'm possibly doing a stream later today at this time." Right? I don't do that stuff. I just post. Go, I'm live now. Let's go. Or I'll post stuff of my toys and other things I like, usually Power Rangers and Godzilla stuff, and other stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, if you want to follow me, I'm there. And you can find me on Twitch at uh, Prince underscore Kaboom. We do the podcast every Wednesday evening at 5 p.m. Mountain Time ish, give or take EST, a half hour. 4 p.m. PST. Sorry, say again. 7 p.m. EST, 4 p.m. MST. Sorry, uh, PST. 4 p.m. PST is so okay, what I meant to say. Yeah. I never remember those. Um, uh, was it? Oh, um, I usually try and do Cyberpunk on <clears throat> Thursdays. Yes, Thursday. Thursday or Friday, I usually try and do Cyberpunk or another game. And then I think it's Thursdays. And uh, Lunar on Monday or Tuesday. It really depends on how I feel. I don't have a schedule because I can wake up and feel sick and 
not feel like doing it or just sleep the whole day. It's the curse of working my shift. So, yep. but yeah, yep. just, just come hang out. And if I'm live, I'm live. Just you know, appreciate any views or lurks or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's just those two games, Lunar and, and Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk will take a long time to get through. I think after I'm done Lunar, which I'm getting close to, like a few more streams, I think I'll be done. I'm going to go back and do Dragon Quest 2 and continue my Final Fantasy Dragon Quest kind of mashups. <laughs> but uh, where can they find you, Sean? What are you going so, to be up to? You can find me on all of my socials at Zorb underscore Zex. Um, yeah, I have a Twitter. I post in there fairly often, pretty much every day. Uh, on Twitch, I am currently playing. I play. I play. I don't know. I want to say anywhere from three to five times a week on Twitch. But uh, currently on there, I am playing. Uh, well, I just completed my Final Fantasy VII remake normal playthrough. I'm going to do the Integrate DLC next. I think after some uh, Shinra VR experimentation, because some of uh, the, the uh, new fights just opened up after you beat the game. Um, what else? So I'm also playing through uh, Zelda Skyward Sword on the Switch, and as I mentioned before, playing through Vampire Survivors. I'm playing some of that off-stream, though, because, you know, it's it's not like there's a story in that game or anything, so people aren't missing very much. Um, yeah, I generally try to play a, a spooky game on Friday nights. I'm, I'm doing a couple marathons, thinking of doing a third one. I'm currently doing a 100% Final Fantasy play, uh, marathon for all the main-numbered games. So one, two, three, four, five, six, and ten have been beaten on stream so far. Also doing the same thing for the Five Nights at Freddy's game, getting all the achievements and challenges done. We've done every single FNAF game except a couple. That's the newest one, Security Breach, and um, what's uh, shit? What's the other one called? Um, I don't remember. Oof. Oh, Ultima Custom Night. Those are the only two I, think... I haven't played yet. Oh right. no, you've talked a lot about Ultimate Custom Night. Yeah, Ultimate Custom Night is super, 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 super difficult. To, yeah. To, because there's you've... 50 animatronics. 50. Yeah, you've mentioned it a lot. And so. yeah, it's super difficult. Like I've spent like hours and days just doing like 1020, which is like 10 different animatronics and 20 difficulty, mm -hmm. which is the highest one on oh. several of the games. The last Excuse one did was Sister Location. Sorry. Sister Location 2010 was a pain in the arse, but oh my god, I'm, it, I got on a, I was on a high when I got it finally. It was so well deserved. I played so well, so I'm very proud of myself. But uh, yeah, that's kind of what's on the agenda for uh, the Twitch stream, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. All right, guys, thank you for listening, watching, however you do. Uh, I guess till next time. Take care, everyone. Peace out. Take care. Bye.